Emily Elizabeth, and I'm the host of the What Fulfills You podcast, a show for and about individuals always seeking to be their best selves. On this show, we talk all about building the mindset, finding the right careers, creating meaningful relationships, and so much more. Welcome to the What Fulfills You podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? So today's episode is a very serendipitous, somewhat random episode. And I was kind of feeling inspired this morning to share about kind of my recent life events, especially with this whole carpe diem mentality I've been utilizing and just the opportunities that have been coming into my life and why and how they have been. And I realized like these approaches or my way of thinking might be worthwhile for you guys to listen to. And sometimes I actually hesitate to share these raw personal life stories because I'm not sure if it's like worth your guys' time to hear. But considering the audience of this podcast is primarily people around my age, so I know you guys are in your early, mid-20s as well, um, I figured this is relatable and why not share. So hopefully you guys are doing something really mundane, listening to this episode, maybe doing your laundry, um, taking a long walk, whatever. That's This is... This is one of those episodes where, you know, I think it's good to be in the background. So um, also, if you hear the background noise of just New York, Manhattan traffic, um, sorry, <laughs> I left my window open just because I was like, you know what, let's make it as raw and real as possible because I'm a little warm right now in my apartment. So um, anyways, I guess I will just start with the carpe diem aspect And I've been kind of posting about it a lot on my personal Instagram and how I've been really taking this approach in a big chunk of my life, especially my personal life when it comes to, you know, deciding if I go out, um, you know, when I meet people, when I send a text. And something I guess you guys should know about me is that if you're into like psychology and personality tests, that kind of thing, full disclosure, I'm actually not into horoscopes. And I know that's a huge thing amongst many people but I'm not unfortunately one not one of those people I don't really believe in horoscopes but not to say I'm I'm saying like you know it doesn't work for some people it's just not for me I'm a little maybe like too logical sometimes for that and that kind of gets into this point where my personality is ENTJ on the Myers-Briggs personality scale and um, if you haven't taken that personality test I totally recommend it I've always loved this personality test and I know a lot of business classes in college uh, the professors tend to like recommend taking the test or I know certain corporate environments have you take that kind of test as well because I think there is a lot of good data on it when it shows how you make decisions the way you organize your life and your work so again those four letters really kind of showcase um, a good chunk of that and for me something I've always realized especially since my breakup four years ago which truly just dramatically changed I think who I am at my core like I was previously ENFJ and I'm not saying I rely so much on this personality thing but I guess kind of being able to quantify so to speak how I've changed like just based on those letters I I totally resonate with it right I mean the F and the T I used to be a feeler in terms of how I made my decisions and now I became a lot more of a thinker which I think has really played out well for me in business and work and kind of my confidence level and then I think I also just became a lot more 
structured and not too much of a free spirit although I still have that in me because I truly am a child at heart if you know me on a personal level (laughs) so um I guess where I was going with that though is that something I've been working on slash have struggled with over the past probably two years now and a close friend of mine Dana she knows this um I tend to overthink a lot of situations and get too analytical and that's something I realized that I need to work on because it's important to also recognize the right moments to analyze and you know review the best approach and then there's other times in life where you have to understand your intuition your gut is really going to be able to make better decisions in those moments as well so I think that's the key is like understanding where your right and left part of your brain is most optimal and again being analytical logical rational great for me in business great for me in work and especially working as a leader and as an entrepreneur that's really really ideal for me but when it comes to like relationships or dating or that early stage of dating or anything where it kind of is like you're supposed to kind of be able to feel it in your gut more that's where I've struggled with up until maybe like the past uh couple months maybe ever since I moved to New York I feel like I've been a lot significantly a lot better and I actually tell my um one of my team members this I told her this was actually we we're we created this goal that we're going to work on over the past five six months since I moved here and she has a goal I have a goal and for me one of those things was just working on my energy and working on being able to just feel more and be within my gut feeling more instead of being so overly analytical about you know especially personal relationship type stuff i've always believed the foundation of our fulfillment in life doesn't come from our success but rather the strength of our relationships not only with others but also with ourselves and how we develop a deeper connection is through self-reflection and purposeful conversations with those around us especially like-minded individuals and that is exactly why i created the what fulfills you card game to cultivate both more meaningful relationships with others as well as ourselves on the journey of personal growth. I certainly use these questions as a guide for journal prompts and weekly check-ins with myself and of course when I am playing this game with friends on a Friday night in, you bet I am enjoying it with a glass of wine or two, who knows. Shop the card game now at whatfulfillsyou.com and enjoy an exclusive 10% off for listeners only with the code whatfulfillsyou10 at checkout. That's whatfulfillsyou10 at checkout at whatfulfillsyou.com. Enjoy. And so that kind of leads me into, you know, something, two things that I realize have helped me with that if this is something you struggle with in your own ways as well. I read the book Letting Go by Dr. David Hawkins and I did speak about the letting go aspect in one of my latest episodes. I think it was, I'll link the the episode number, but it was around the secret to getting what you want, which is letting go. And so that was like the first, I think, catalyst for me to start to learn how to not be so angsty and in my head and just 
let it go and inadvertently it comes to you when you do let it go and so I've seen the impact of that and that's why I released that episode which is actually probably one of my most downloaded episodes as of the past like two months and then a second concept I've been really pondering on and utilizing is carpe diem and I'm call me late to the game but I actually didn't really know what carpe diem meant until recently when I heard Blake Mikowski I think that's his name don't don't quote me on it but it's the founder of Tom's and Tom's shoes if you guys remember that I wore those shoes in middle school but he's definitely one of my favorite entrepreneurs I love the way he thinks and I heard him on Tim Ferriss's podcast and he talks about how this is a mentality he lives by especially how after he lost his best friend at the age of 18 because his best friend I think was in a plane crash or uh, some kind of accident that was really tragic and you know it kind of sounds dark to talk about but I think you know what he was saying with that is you never know when tomorrow is going to be your last day and you never know when it's going to be your last chance your last moment and I think there's a fine line between living this YOLO life like you know you only live once versus understanding the right moments to be like you know what I'm going to seize the moment I'm going to seize the day I'm going to maximize my opportunity and um, you know I, I really go into each day with that mentality because I am extremely mindful about my time and that's a big part of why I actually go out by myself sometimes or why sometimes I just do things without waiting because of carpe diem and actually Blake he signs his emails that and a part of me has been signing some of my emails with like carpe diem instead of like best regards and and I and I love that because I I just think that sometimes when we're too comfortable in the day-to-day life we forget how short and how precious our time and our life is and I think for me when I tapped into that realization or maybe just more in depth to it I recognize like why am I holding back from you know texting that guy or why am I holding back from going you know when it just because I'm going you know back in the day when I was scared to do things by myself like why am I holding back you know um and so I guess the most recent event that I kind of applied this mentality to was this past weekend where I went out on a whim. So it was a Saturday night. My parents were in town. My brother was also visiting from out of, he was in, he's from Texas. He lives in Texas. And so, you know, I've been just, was going out with them the whole week already. I was really tired. Um, Saturday night and after dinner, I went home for just maybe 20, 30 minutes just to take a break. You know, after you're eating a lot, you're like, oh, I could just like lay down for a hot second. So that's what I did. And then I went out to one of the cocktail lounges I go to almost every weekend and met a girlfriend there. And we, you know, we just hung out, but we were kind of in agreement like, yeah, we're going to just do a chill night. We're going to go home by like 1, 1 1.30. And so I think they left before me. And and then I stayed afterwards for maybe another 20, 30 minutes, meh, 20 minutes by myself because the music was really good. And going into that night, I knew there was this DJ. His name is MK. He's really big in the UK and he's kind of known for like UK house music. If you guys um, are interested or like house music, club music, that's just a big part of me. I love house music, if you didn't know. And so I remember earlier in the night, I was texting a guy friend who had a table um, 
at the club and I was like all right what time are you guys going and he told me and I was like okay I'll text you when I'm going and then you know when I was at the cocktail lounge I was like all right I'm probably not gonna go because I'm too tired but after my friends left and when the music was like really really good at the cocktail lounge my energy level really changed and that happens a lot for me I don't know about you guys but there's always something whether it's music or just a certain frequency that can really change your frequency as well and for me that happens to be house music and I think music in general does that for everyone so maybe sometimes it's it's a specific genre maybe hip-hop or rap like just really gets you going for me that is house music and so that was the case my frequency my I I was just so much more elevated I, I called an uber I was about to go home and then about a minute a minute or two minutes into the uber I was like I had this like gut feeling and this inkling of, oh, I, I kind of want to go now because I, f- I feel more energized and more awake. And I remember I was like in my head, I'm like, do I do it? Do I not? And I texted my my friend because at this point I didn't text him, you know, since before dinner. And I just wasn't sure because I, like, I was like, OK, I'm going to show up by myself. But like, is he going to be able to come out and meet me? Because, you know, I, I don't really want to walk into a club by myself. And so he didn't respond yet, but I texted him. I'm like, hey, if I show up now, will you be able to come out and meet me? And he didn't respond yet, but I decided anyways before he responded, I was like, all right, I'm going. So I changed the address in my Uber and I turned with, you know, the car turned around. We went to the club and um, I was like, you know what? I think that moment too, right? I, I kind of use Carpe Diem in that aspect where I'm going to just, you know, seize the moment, seize the day and I, I don't know the next time I'm going to have a chance to see MK and all that. So I'm like, I'm going to go. Um, and then so I was thinking that's the upside is I'm going to have a great time. I love his music anyways. It's I'm going for me, no one else. Um, the downside is, hey, if I don't have a good time, ended up not being great. I, you know, wasted or I lost what, whatever, $15, $20 in an Uber drive. So, you know, it is what it is. And then um two minutes later my friend actually texted me he's like yeah I can meet you out um and so that made it a lot easier because by the time I came I told him hey I'm here he met me outside he walked me in all that and I just had a great time and funny enough I actually I sure hope to god he's like not listening to this um I, I don't think he would but I actually met a guy there he was at like the table next to me and we we hit it off we just had a good energy going Um, And later on, we were just talking and kind of got deep philosophical in a way where we were kind of saying like neither of us were actually originally planning to be there that night. Like for me, I wasn't. I was actually already on my way home, but I changed the Uber address. Um, I think he was originally going to a different club slash bar and was going to have a table there with his friends and then one of them bailed. So then they decided not to go there and they ended up at MK. And so it was interesting because we're both kind of laughing like, wow, we both serendipitously made the decision to be here. And then now we're like talking to each other. And I shared this story because I know there's an old part of me where I would have probably not have gone and would have been, I don't want to say like boring in a way, but just like I would have been too in my head about it. I would have been like, oh, like, you don't know anyone there, you know, like, you're gonna feel super uncomfortable, like, I feel like I remember times in my life where I would have talked myself out of it, and here I am realizing I'm in the same position, I'm, I'm going by myself, I don't really know anyone there except this one guy, 
you know, that has the table. Um, and at that point, I was like, I, I just don't care because I want to go see this artist. I want to hear his music, you know? And I, I guess I, when I was reflecting on that night, because it ended up being a super fun and late night, I was like, not, I did not plan on staying out that late. But it was, it was so fun. I remember the entire set, I could not stop smiling because the music was so great. So it's like for you guys, you know, if, if you want to go see Drake or, or, you know, French Montana, whoever, like just imagine your favorite artist. I think there's many of us that could say we might hesitate even if it's like we love that artist, but we don't have a friend to go with us. We might hesitate to go. My answer to you right now is do it. Like carpe diem, like you have to seize the moment and just go because... There are oftentimes more opportunities that await for us on the other side that we're completely unaware about that end up just being really great for memories, really great for, you know, you might meet someone there like romantically or you might make a new friend there. And all of the above has happened to me where I just either had a great time and just felt really good by the end of the night. Um, The second one would be where I met friends, you know, I've met you know, actually pretty well-known actresses out that, like, I had no idea, like, of their own job or anything, but we we just actually became really good friends, and so there's just some interesting nuggets where I think there's a lot of opportunities when you go and do things on your own, and not to say you should do this all the time, but I'm just saying in those moments when you're hesitating, but deep down inside you do want to go, or you do want to go see the artist, my best advice is just go and do it, because truly, you never know when you're going to have the opportunity again and you never know as well you know i hate to bring it to this but like life is so short and i'm really not the type of person that goes yolo baby and i'm gonna go and just like do the worst things but at the same time i recognize that life is meant to be enjoyed and you have to practice working on like ways you make decisions in life, right? Like what are the best moments to go for it? What are the best moments to, you know, call it a night and go home? Those are the times where I've realized like I'm no longer overthinking those moments. I just go with my gut in those. And I think those are times where we should be going more on our gut instinct. Like we just kind of have that inkling. And even if it's scary, right? Even if it's scary to like go to something for the first time on your own. Again, this is not my first time going to anything alone. But um, clearly by the end of the night, I had met some really cool people, got closer to that guy friend that like walked me out, like all that stuff. And all of that just would not have happened if I did not change the address in my Uber. And again, it was because I had that quiet voice inside of me that was like, Emily, you should go. You should just go see it. Like, fuck it. You know, like there's also many times too where I've had that silent voice going oh like you're just too tired like just go home you know and the other voice was speaking to me and I think you have to learn how to listen to it and take those kind of risks and so that was just something I really wanted to share on a personal level very random episode but just that you know whether it's making the decision to go out like I did on a whirlwind or even something as simple as sending the text to the guy you like or sending that email to follow up on whether you got the job or the internship. I can't tell you guys how many times the upside to actually doing it is a lot greater than you know. Because many times too, people take notice when you take initiative. If, we're, if we want to step aside from like 
the going out part. Like I'm talking just sending the text to the guy or following up on emails. Like I, I remember I was telling my hairdresser this because sometimes I forget what it was for, but I think it was about her, you know, landing opportunities for projects like photo shoots and campaigns and all that. And she tells me that she usually stops following up after three emails. And I tell her, girl, I, I worked in sales and I can't tell you how many times it was embedded in my head that the minimum we can be following up is nine times. And that might sound crazy to you guys, but there are creative ways to get someone's attention. And most importantly, there's something to be said about someone that keeps following up. Natalie Barbu, who is on this podcast um, probably like three months, three, four months ago now, um, you know, she talked about it, how someone followed up to her multiple times and then finally the timing was right when she was like you know what I'm actually interested I kind of need someone for this role and so same thing for me um anytime I see someone following up meticulously over email because I'll be honest like I actually overlooked an email from an important business partner that I just did not see in my inbox at all I was so surprised I was like how did I miss this and so she followed up with me like five days after the original email but I was like oh my gosh, like, thank God you followed up because, like, I didn't even see the original email. And so that goes the same thing, too. Like, even if it comes to, like, on the personal side, texting the guy or texting whoever it is and you get in your head about whether you should text or not, if you if you want to, if you're feeling towards it, just do it, okay? And, and the worst thing that happens in any scenario, whether it's work, personal, or you're going out by yourself like I did, the worst case scenario is usually not that bad it's usually something related to how your ego is going to feel and i think it's better that at least you do it to yourself and that you have a sense of control over that versus someone doing it directly to you right so for example i remember in the past going into this year or i'm sorry going into my move uh, into new york i was talking to someone seeing someone kind of and um we were kind of you know i don't want to say fading out but we were kind of like haven't talked much and when I finally moved here, I gave it like a week or so. And I was like, I, I want to, I just want to say hi and see what's up. Okay. I sent him a text, but I, I hesitated for so long. I even asked some guy friends and my, one of my best guy friends was like, Emily, if you're thinking about it, you should just do it. It's not that complicated. And I, I feel like many of us kind of make those small moments stressful. And if you don't, good for you. Okay. Keep that up because that is a great skill to have. Um, but I remember I texted him and I, and I knew I was like, I guess probably scared internally. Like, you know, what if he doesn't respond and guess what? He actually did not respond. And I know he read the message because he had read receipts on, but honestly at that time too, I, pr I was starting to practice the letting go aspect and I completely let that go. You know, it was like a bummer for like the first second when I saw he read the text, but after that I was like, it's whatever, you know, it's, it's better that I did it than I didn't because now I know, Hey, I, I, I put the ball in his court. I sent him a text and he didn't respond. And as they all say too, they always come rolling back. Um, that has happened to me in the past too, where this similar situation happened, you know, things faded out and then they come back. And so even if that does, doesn't happen, I really don't care because it's been months now. Um, but it goes to show you like in the micro moment, we're so scared about nothing, right? We're so scared about, about what? You know, like, I, it is what it is, right? Life moves on, carpe diem, seize the moment, go for it. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. And to kind of cap out this episode, a quote that I love and live by, it's from Steve Jobs. 
don't this is not precisely what it is but he says something along the lines of you can only connect the dots when you're looking back so you gotta trust whatever it is whether it's the universe karma god whatever that later on the dots will connect and so i trust that as well and i've seen how that has played out in my life when i just let go of overanalyzing it and in the the right moments where my gut is meant to be used again more so in personal life situations like relationships texting talking all that if i feel inclined to send that nowadays i just do it because i would just rather do it than not and i just recognize too that there's so many people that wish they sent that text or they wish that they said that to someone than not and then I saw this quote too, one last thing. I saw this quote somewhere where it was something like, I would have rather loved and like maybe be hurt or something than to never have loved at all. And so I relate to that as well. So this episode was kind of like all over the place, but more of the story, you guys, maybe practice the carpe diem aspect in your own life. Seize the day, seize the moment in both serious life stuff with work, business, go after it, and also your personal life stuff, right? Life is truly too short to wait until a month from now, six months from now, or tomorrow. It is what it is. Seize the moment, baby. And um, yeah, that is all for today's extra spontaneous bonus episode. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope it served some sort of value to you guys. And if it did, especially for this one, I would love to know your thoughts, uh, especially for those of you who talk to me on a regular basis in the DMs. You know who you are, sending me responses, posting about the the podcast just let me know via dms or comment on the latest posts let me know your thoughts on this episode if you want to hear more kind of raw serendipitous type of episodes i would love to do more if that is something you guys like so please let me know and of course rate and review the podcast on apple it means the world to me and thank you guys so much keep spreading good vibes and i'll talk to you all next time Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.